Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dog, Lucy. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs whose work is inspired by their dogs. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. On this episode, you'll learn about one of the most colorful feature accounts on Instagram. Hear how this dog mom continues to drive engagement for her account and the best hashtags to search for street art in any city. You'll also learn about a new digital publication that highlights independent dog accessories brands around the world. (laughs) Crystal Soroka started Woof and Walls as a feature account on Instagram, curating the cutest pups and the most colorful street art from around the world. Over the last year of being founded, she's expanded into much more than just a feature account. Last month, Woof and Walls released their first issue of Polished, a monthly digital lookbook filled with seasonally appropriate fashion for dogs. With more exciting things on the horizon, Woof and Walls is eager to continually grow their brand, but one thing that will always be number one in their hearts is dogs and street art. Hey, Crystal. Hi. Thank you so much for being on the show. Of course. I'm excited to be here. I didn't really realize until I saw your bio that Wolf and Walls has only existed for like one year. Yeah. Yeah. It um, it started last April. So it's been a little over a year now. You have done an amazing job. So tell us. <laughs> Thank you. How did you come up with the idea and how did it get started? I mean, you must have not known what it was going to grow into. So tell us like the the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So um so it started because I always loved um taking photos of my own dogs in front of street art. And at the time, I only had one dog. I now have two. Um so Paris, the chihuahua, she um I would just always take her out and about around Chicago and, um, take photos of her in front of street art. So I was like, you know, it would be really cool, um, is if there was an account based on dogs and street art. So I did a few searches on Instagram, hoping, you know, to see something. And I was blown away when I literally, I couldn't find one account based on dogs and street art. I found a few accounts with people, and murals or just murals in general. Um, So that night I had told my best friend and my boyfriend, I was like, I think I'm going to start an account based on dogs and street art um, and have, you know, I'll, I'll feature my own photos and then I'll have other people send me photos. And I had this grand idea. um, And basically everybody was like, well, you think people are really going to go out and take photos and send them specifically for you to feature? And I was like, sure, why not? I had no idea. Um, so, you know, I started it and, um, of course within, you know, the first two months it was really slow. Um, and a few times I was like, why did I do this? This is, you know, I'm just featuring my own dog. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) But I don't know. I I feel like it kind of happened overnight to where I began getting like photos and tags and um, people would DM me their photos. And I was like, wow, this is actually catching on. So I would say within, you know, the first three to four months, it kind of uh, picked up speed and 
then we were featured on BuzzFeed, which kind of made it um, really big overnight, I want to say. Yeah, I bet. So, um, yeah, ever since then, it's kind of been on like a speed train and it's continued to grow and it's just been an amazing experience and I haven't looked back. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the story. (laughs) That's so awesome. And it's so amazing, like how much things can change in one year, like a year and a half ago, this didn't exist. Um, what What is your day job that you do or what else do you do besides Wolf and Walls? Um, so my day job, I work as a sales assistant at a digital media company. And um, I, I kind of just go through like the daily grind during the day of like doing something that I have no passion for whatsoever mm-hmm. um and daydreaming about someday being my own boss and you know building my own brand which is why I'm working so hard every single day to try and do something like that um right but yeah everybody knows obviously it's it's really tough to be um an entrepreneur but I am trying my hardest but yeah, that's my day job. I, I work full time and then I come home at night and do Wolf and Walls and um, our magazine that we just started full time at night. <laughs> it's a lot. You're doing an it's amazing very busy, job. yeah. Do your Thank coworkers you. know that you're Insta-famous? <laughs> Insta-famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, a few of them are aware that I spend a lot of time on Instagram they think it's really cool. And a few of them are like, well, what are we going to do when you leave us one day? Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, oh, you'll be fine. You'll find somebody. <laughs> right. Because it will so, happen one day. I Hopefully a girl can dream. <laughs> no, I think it definitely will happen. Oh, so, so the BuzzFeed article was like a huge catalyst for you. Were there other um, influencer accounts or, or big dog Instagram accounts that you partnered with kind of early on or who submitted photos that helped you to to build up such a dedicated audience? I'm sure there were bigger accounts that either tagged Woof and Walls, um, but I would honestly say even like the small accounts that tagged Woof and Walls, I think every single, every single account that tags use the hashtag Woof and Walls. I mean, it, it's still spreads to, you know, their followers or, um, somebody just telling their friend about it. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's just, you know, big accounts selling other accounts, what, whatever I would say any kind of word of mouth or, um, I don't know anybody seeing that hashtag or the tag in a photo. It helps. I love that. Um, I love that's such a great perspective. I think everyone's so focused on, numbers and size but yeah there are accounts that have like a couple hundred followers that take amazing photos uh, exactly and you feature exactly. such a huge variety yeah you know that's another thing I and I feel there I feel like there are feature accounts that specifically um feature only bigger dog accounts um which is discouraging because you know I have you know, just my dog's Instagram account and they're not, they don't have a big follower base Mm -hmm. either. Um, 
and I know I would probably never be featured on one of those bigger dog feature accounts. But yeah, I feel like if it's a great street art photo and a and a really cute dog and um, it goes with the color scheme and I like it, I'm going to feature it. I don't care if it they have four followers or 125,000. Yeah, you know? that's so yeah. awesome. Follower count doesn't really matter in if I'm going to feature them or not. Yeah, no, it really does not matter at all. You just mentioned like the color scheme of your account. And yeah. that is one of my favorite things I show like random people. Like I'll be in a bar talking about Instagram and I'll pull up your account to be like, <laughs> look at how she organizes this because I love how it's like a, a color wheel, kind of the order that, that you've done the photos in. How did you come up with that? Because I think it's so original. Oh, thank you. Um, I honestly, I just, I love the way it looks. Um, and I feel like maybe four to five months into when I started, I began actually, um, saving the photos onto my phone and in order for me, cause I'm a little OCD in order for me to stay organized with all of these photos that I save on my phone, I had to create folders and I created them by color. Um, so in my phone, I have, I don't even know, like 25 different folders, I want to say, of just a ton of pictures, but they're all organized by color. So I feel like because I do that, I find it easier to organize the feed yeah. by color. And do yeah, I think, like it, a, I think it looks um, prettier. It looks it looks wonderful. Do you use a like planning app to to plan your feed? I do have a planning app. I only use it sometimes um, if like I'm not sure if you know if the the picture has the same colors, but I'm not sure if you know the pattern on the wall matches up with the other pictures that I've featured. Um, so that's when I'll use the planner thing. Um, mm -hmm. Otherwise, I kind of just wing it. <laughs> And hope that it hope that it looks good, but um, so far I, I think it's been pretty cool. I'm just wondering, what are some of the things that you do on a regular basis on Instagram to keep growing? Because I think you do have such a great grassroots word of mouth campaign going on. Um, but is there anything that that you're doing that's like totally in your control to um, build up your Instagram account? I think one of the things that has been really cool because it allows all of my followers to see other cities and other street art is my takeovers. So explaining that I'll have somebody um, log on to the Wolf and Walls Instagram account. So I'll create a password for them and they can log on from their phone and they basically just go out for the day and wall crawl and they post, um, videos and my stories of them exploring their city, which is really cool because it allows, like I said, my followers to see all these other cities and all this other street art from around the world. Um, so I think when other accounts take over, they're able to let all their followers know, Hey, we're taking over on Wolf and Walls for the day. Go check it out. Um, I think that's a really good way to kind of get exposure on other people's accounts and allow them to see what you do. 
Yeah, I think it's really fun. Lucy and I did a takeover. Yeah, um, I loved that one so much. Semi-recently. So <laughs> yeah, we were both exhausted. It's really <laughs> tiring. And I've messaged with other people who have done your takeovers and we're all like, oh my God, it's so much work. Like in a, in a good way, it's, re- it's really fun. It but is. you don't realize how tiring it is to walk around and, and take photos at murals and or drive to different locations. Um mm-hmm. But it is really cool. And, and from watching your takeovers, like I am already in my head planning trips to Nashville and Chicago and New York because there are so many great photo ops everywhere. I know. If I could travel the world and see half of these walls that I see every single day on my phone, I would, you know, be so happy. But yeah, yeah it's it's amazing to see the street art from around the world and all of the beautiful pieces. I think that's really cool. It's really cool. Do you have any tips for people to find great street art in their own city? Yeah. So I think the best way to do it, honestly, is on Instagram. So, um, for example, I live in Chicago. So I'll search the hashtags Chicago street art or Chicago murals or whatever city you live in, Nashville street art, um, Florida street art, Tampa, where, whatever city you live in. Um, I would just do a search on Instagram using that hashtag and I'm Chicago has, you know, almost a hundred thousand hashtags under that. So for your city, I think it's, the very best way to find out what street art is around you. Um, I just went to Madison and I wanted to see what street art was there. So I used the hashtag Madison street art and found some really cool walls that were nearby where we were staying. So yeah, I think Instagram is probably the best way to find street art that you never even knew was right down the street. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're lucky, someone checked in with like a geotag and you can Mm-hmm. find it easily yeah and I mean a lot of them are duplicated so if one account didn't geotag another account will and I think that's another um really important thing with um using Instagram and you know if you have a street art photo is geotagging that location so other people can enjoy that and take a picture of it and um a lot of <laughs> a lot of bloggers like to keep uh, their street art location secret. Mm-hmm. That's just a little tidbit. But um, yeah, if you take a street art photo, geotag so everybody can enjoy it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Share the love. And mm-hmm. I think that like more businesses should paint their buildings fun colors and have fun murals and stuff like that too. Yeah. There's a building right around the corner from where I live that's bright pink. And we go over there <laughs> and take photos all the time. Um, I know. And now it's kind of like a trend. Every blogger in Pittsburgh goes there to take photos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's really fun. Yeah, I agree. I think every business should paint their walls. I mean, look at how much more exposure they get. Right. I think it's like a genius business idea. I saw a mural on Instagram today that – it just said, don't Instagram this. And that's <laughs> yes. just an invitation. I mean, it's going to get Instagrammed a lot. <laughs> right? If you are the artist who did that, you're kind of genius because your work <laughs> is being shown no matter what. <laughs> it's like it's like reverse psychology. <laughs> 
Yeah, you, you know what people are going to want to do. It's like, don't press the button. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I want to learn all there is to know about your digital lookbook, Polished, because yeah. it's like really impressive. And I just, I went through the first issue. Uh, who is doing all of this work? It's a lot of work. Well, which part? <laughs> which part it, are like, you talking about? The graphic design, the photos, yeah. getting oh the my products. Gosh. And so, well, first of all, let's back up and just explain yeah. what it is so that everyone knows what we're talking about. Okay, so Polished is um, an extension of Wolf and Walls, and um, it basically is a shoppable digital magazine. Um, that allows you to see vendors from around the world that have different pet accessories, bandanas, hoodies, um, t-shirts, collars, leashes, everything you can ask for, we include in the magazine. So basically it started, we released the first issue last month and um, we wanted to make sure to make it clickable. So when you're looking at the magazine, you, you see something you like, you can click on it and it takes you directly to that product or directly to that shop. Um, and that's probably one of the things that took the most time to figure out how to do. Um, but we finally found the software that does it and it's crazy. So it's that, like a clickable like, PDF. Thing. So it is designed in a PDF and then we take that PDF and we, um, put it into the software that makes it like a actual like digital magazine where the pages like turn and you can see everything like right in front of you. Mm-hmm. It looks like it looks like a magazine that is online basically. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, okay, so so that's what polished is now every page has graphic design elements and beautiful photos and product descriptions and links to buy the products so like who is doing all of it so we have a designer on our team who's also she's the same designer that did all of wolf and walls branding the logo um her name's courtney and uh she's incredible she uh a god I can't even like I don't even know like the words that I want to say because when I approached her first for a logo I had no idea like what she was going to give me but she truly like stepped inside my head and was like okay this is what she's going to want and it is perfect for wolf and walls it's, yeah yeah so um it's so artistic and just really sums it up Exactly. Yeah. So um, she's the designer. She took our idea of polished. And I mean, obviously, we gave her like notes of, you know, we wanted doodles and we wanted it to be fun and colorful. So she, you know, took those notes and put it into an actual design. And um, as far as all the photos, such as like the dog model photography and the product photos, we did all that. So it's um, the Polish. I don't even know. I haven't mentioned this. The Polish team is me and Lori is her name. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is the other half of Polished. And she's incredible. We somehow are always on the same page, which is a great thing when you have 
when you're working with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're always on the same page. And she has a dog named Charlie who um, is also one of the main models of Polish. <laughs> so it's Charlie and my two dogs, Paris and Emmy Lou. Um, and then if we have a need for larger dogs or even smaller than Paris, which has happened, um, we kind of do a model call out, which, um, I've done on Instagram or I'll, I'll contact other friends who have dogs that fit the description. So yeah, it's a lot of work, but (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of work, but, um, yeah, when, when we finished that first issue last month and I saw the final product, I was so happy and, um, yeah, it just kind of made me want to continue doing it. Oh, yeah. It looks amazing. I was so pumped to flip through it because <laughs> I feel like I it's not like I, I knew you when, but like I did kind of <laughs> – I've been following your account for a long time, and I just get so excited when I see people, you know, starting new things and, and growing and figuring things out, um, and it, it looks – so nice it's like incredibly designed and artistic and oh I love it (laughs) I'm I'm happy you love it and I hope that like you and anybody else who actually saw it were able to find like some really good products because that was our goal is um to show these vendors who make incredible products and either don't have a huge following on Instagram or don't have the budget to, you know, have a photographer take these fancy photos and whatnot. Um, yeah, we want to showcase them in the best light and give them exposure that they deserve. So, um, I think that's a really, another important thing about Polish is continuing to do something like that. Yeah, that's really cool. So is it going to be a monthly publication? Yes. So Polished is going to be a monthly issue. Um, And then this month we have two issues. So we have the Halloween issue, Mm -hmm. which which in the beginning we're like, oh, we should do a Halloween issue. Not really thinking about the limited time frame and um, our own schedules. But yes, yes, there is a Halloween issue that's releasing this Friday, October 13th. And, um, very Halloweeny. Yes. Friday the 13th. And then, um, our general issue is going to be released at the end of the month. Oh. October 30th is my, is my date in mind. <laughs> Hopefully we stick to that. That's awesome. So if anyone wants to like get a head start on their Christmas shopping or anything, they can go to the polished digital lookbook and kind of click through and and discover new brands and and buy directly from it yes exactly so um the link is in the bio of wolf and walls on instagram and we're working on building our website right now but um if you, you click on the link it takes you directly to the magazine in full screen and um if you scroll through and you find something you like, you click on, there are blinking circles next mm-hmm. to the products and the shop names. If you click on one of those, it takes you directly to where you want to go. So, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's very cool. Um, so polished is not the only kind of new endeavor. You're just like thinking of new ideas constantly. So you have like woof and floors. Is that right? I do. Yeah. And I haven't really like given any shout outs on that. Um, I don't know why. I think I've just kind of been so busy with everything else. But yes, I started um, the Instagram woof and floors. I want to say like four months ago, three months ago, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And I don't post as often on there as I do on Wolf and Walls. But yeah, it's kind of, I just started that because I was like, I love colorful floor tile or colorful, colorful rugs. And um, so yeah, I started that and it's, it's there. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's just another thing that I should be working on but well I think that it's just like you could really get carried away because you could also have like woof and doors um (laughs) and like it it could just go woof and call cars and like on and on and on so (laughs) well it's funny that you mentioned that because I've done different series on woof and walls um so I've done woof and wheels and Mm. um I, I did Wolf and Floors, and I used to do those series on Wolf and Walls, but then it kind of got um, – it screwed up with my feed, honestly. Like with the color scheme, it was hard to keep doing all those different series. So, yeah, then I decided to start Wolf and Floors. Um, so I mainly – you know, I post Wolf and Floors over there, and then I can keep Wolf and Walls cohesive. Right, because there's probably not as much variety of floor colors, I guess, as there are walls. Yeah, colors. exactly. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. So is there anything else that um, that you want to talk about that you have coming up for for Wolf and Walls and Polish or any other – I mean, you you have so much going on. So <laughs> anything else you want to plug for everyone to check out kind of leading up to the holidays? Yeah, I think – Our biggest thing is this polished magazine. Um, You know, we're we're releasing issues every month and we're putting so much work into it and and our time and our own money um, into designing and everything. And, uh, you know, we're actually not having... The vendors are sending us products, but we're not charging them for promotion or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, so it really is like a passion for what we're doing. We love it. We love going out and taking photos of our dogs. And um, so, yeah, there's one thing I would I would love for people to check that out and um, stay tuned for all the future announcements of the issues. And, yeah, we plan to continue to post um, issues each month. We want to do a Christmas issue, so yeah, that'll, of course. Be, that'll be a really cool one. <laughs> so um, now you have me thinking, is is the intention with Polished to generate some income? Polished is the magazine, um, and then we have our business, which Lori and I are starting, which mm-hmm. is um, kind of to have these vendors who want exclusive lookbooks, um, so just their brand and their own colors and their own total branding, uh, their own lookbooks, if they're interested in that, um, we are wanting to do that for them. So we actually have a few vendors that are wanting that, which is super exciting. Um, 
So we're offering the exclusive lookbooks and we are also offering just solo dog model photography where we go out and take photos of their products on our own dogs. Mm -hmm. Um, so they don't have to deal with like the hassle of trying to find dog models and whatnot. So, Oh yeah. It's harder than it sounds to get a good dog model and yeah, good location and everything. It is. Yeah. So yeah, we just actually, Courtney, our designer just finished our media kit and rate sheet. So we were able to have that for any vendors that were interested. So yeah, we have, we have that side business that we're starting, but polished is exclusively for um, vendors and they, don't have to pay us um, to promote their items. They just, you know, send us their items and we promote it for them. That's awesome. I love that. So, well, it was so great learning all about everything that you're doing. Um, and I'm sure everyone's going to go check out Polish and check out Wolf and Walls. So. And if you want your own custom lookbook, then you can reach out to Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. We'd love to work with everybody. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes for this episode at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, Lucy and I will see you around the dog park.